From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, April 26th. Grand County moved from moderate to high transmission in the state's COVID-19 transmission index on Thursday. Grand is the only county in the state right now in that high transmission category. Grand County has has nudged back into the high transmission area, and uh, and so they're they're the only county there. So this is just a reminder again that the pandemic is not over. Governor Spencer Cox in his Thursday press briefing. As we reported last week, it's not clear to local health officials why Grand's transmission rate is trending high, but Southeast Utah Health Officer Braden Bradford says there may be some correlation with the spring tourism season. So the hypothesis is, you know, there are people coming into town and being in businesses and transmission in, in that situation. Although Grand is the only county currently in the high transmission category, there are other counties across the state whose coronavirus case numbers are creeping upwards. State epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn said they haven't been able to pin down what's going on in those counties, but coronavirus variants could be at work. We have seen an increase in the variants or the different strains of COVID-19. About 50% of our cases now are estimated to be due to B117, which is the UK variant. And that is easier to transmit. It's easier to spread. That means, according to Dunn, it's even more important to get vaccinated as soon as possible. Over 800,000 Utahns are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. While many of those vaccinated were eager to get it, Governor Cox says now the state needs to reach individuals hesitant to get the vaccine and a population he calls the vaccine casual. We, we know there are some people that just will refuse to get vaccinated. There's a, there's another group that's hesitant and trying to decide um, whether or not to get vaccinated. There's also a third group we haven't talked much about, and, and, and those are kind of the vaccine casual. They, they want to get vaccinated, but they're kind of waiting to make sure that other people have been able to get their vaccinations first. Um, to, to all of you, I want to say, that now is your time. In Grand County, nearly 52% of the eligible population is fully vaccinated, and 58% have received their first dose of the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine. Grand's local health department is reporting COVID-19 cases among the unvaccinated population. Overall, Governor Cox says that Utah has reached a plateau with coronavirus, and he's hoping that more vaccinations will push numbers further and further down. And so this is kind of just the normal fluctuation of a plateau. Um, We've got some counties coming down a little bit, some counties going up a little bit, um, but we're, uh, as as more and more people get vaccinated every day, we, we hope to drive those numbers down. The Southeast Utah Health Department has transitioned to appointments and walk-in clinics for the Moderna vaccine, which is available to anyone 18 years of age and older. Head to seuhealth.com for the latest updates on when and where you can get vaccinated. In last week's press briefing, it was reported that 47% of white adults in Utah have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. The lieutenant governor said there are health equity issues right now because just 29% of Hispanic adults and 20% of Black adults have received a first dose. Utah is not alone among states whose data is revealing equity issues. Right now, over half of New Mexico's population has gotten at least one dose. 
But when it comes to some demographics hit hardest by the virus, vaccination rates are falling short. KUNM's Marisa DeMarco reports the numbers continue to highlight what the pandemic put into sharp relief structural racism interfering with public health efforts. There's been a stark difference in vaccination rates in New Mexico, with especially low percentages of African-Americans and Hispanic people having gotten at least one shot, compared with much higher rates for white people. This was true even though nearly half of all the people who caught the virus here were Hispanic, according to the New Mexico Department of Health's own public dashboards. Matt Bieber, a DOH spokesperson, talked about why the vaccine wasn't getting to some folks at the beginning of April. We're seeing lower registration rates for vaccine across different racial and ethnic communities. Now, that's not an effort to blame anybody, of course. Bieber pinned the disparity on skepticism about the vaccine. We're very conscious that there are some historical issues that certain racial and ethnic groups are conscious of that might be creating questions or hesitancy about registration, some distrust perhaps. That distrust has been talked about since the start of the pandemic, and even more as vaccines were being developed. So how would our public health systems head off that distrust to make sure the vaccine was getting out to the populations suffering the worst losses? Not very well at first, it turned out. But New Mexico's government needed only to look to neighboring systems, tribal governments and the Indian Health Service, to see vaccine rollout for potentially skeptical people going well. The rate for Native Americans in New Mexico has been consistently good. And the Navajo Nation's rate, for instance, was far outpacing many states. Higher than most jurisdictions throughout the country, maybe even throughout the world. That's Navajo Nation President Jonathan Nez. And I think it's just because, uh, you know, we brought confidence to taking the vaccine and plus recognize that we did get hit hard. And in order to push back on the virus, we got to get vaccinated. He explains their outreach strategies via radio airwaves, television and internet, and regular reliable town hall meetings all throughout the pandemic. An informed citizen is more likely to, you know, follow science. And we have had folks on our town hall meetings like Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Burlov from Pfizer. A spokesperson at New Mexico's DOH says it's unclear how much that effective vaccine rollout on tribal lands is boosting the overall rate in the state, the one that's cornering so much press attention. Months after vaccine distro began in New Mexico, the large racial gap in vaccination rates is beginning to close, mostly due to vaccination clinics in underserved communities and working with trusted neighborhood leaders, says a spokesperson at DOH. Still, there's more to do to make it equitable. Bernadette Hardy is a co-coordinator of the International District Healthy Communities Coalition. She says it's not just about distrust. It's really about access. When I did the vaccine sign up in the DOH, it was kind of difficult. I have some elders who have no internet, no car. They can't schedule it. We need to figure this out. The IDHCC works in southeast Albuquerque, an area that's home to migrants and refugees, a large Native American population, many Hispanic folks, and more African American people than all the neighborhoods around it. Her co-coordinator, Reina Luz Suarez, says talking about the disparities in vaccination rates could help sway some folks. I want to protect my people. All of the messaging or propaganda about staying away from the shot, those are legitimate feelings, but it's just one more way of disenfranchising our community and keeping our community from getting what we need. 
So they're working with the Healthy Here initiative through Presbyterian to create pop-up vaccination events where people can either call ahead or just walk up for a vaccine. Some of the pop-ups include free meals or food boxes, too. They're also doing it by reaching out to leaders in the area. Because they're trusted in their own communities, it's disrespectful to bypass that. Exactly. You never do that in community organizing, Mm -hmm. no matter what. You ask permission. And yes, vaccine distrust is a factor, they agree. Though it's not because everyone's uneducated, which seems to be how people frame that conversation. We're losing people left and right. That very system that we believe is responsible for killing off our communities is that system that we have to turn to for help. And so it's a very confusing situation to be in. Both Hardy and Wada say they want to emphasize that no one will be forced to get the vaccine at a pop-up. They're just trying to make it easy. For KUNM, I'm Marisa DeMarco. That story comes from our partners at KUNM in New Mexico. And that's the news for Monday, April 26th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.